Hey yo, all aboard and welcome, it's about to be on Grab a couple of cones, cause we about to be gone To the Caribbean, seven days and eight nights Got the crew coming heavy, but we all packing light Yeah, we always be booked, we got our drinks in the sky From New York City to the USBI Is that a full margarita, man? Finish it up Cause we about to run the beer like Forrest Gump Finding pockets on the Lido, she ain't gotta be a 10 Cause we did the things, and we'll do them again Tonight's the white party, but we blacking it out Cause we got the drink pack and we're maxing it out Everybody come on I said sound that horn Cause we gotta get away To where the boat leaves from All aboard and welcome ladies and gentlemen To the always be booked cruise cast show Coming to you not quite live From Hewlett, New York, Long Island Hell Hell is where I'm, uh, I shouldn't say it's hell, guys. My name is Tommy Casabona. I'm the host of this damn show uh, when it's out. I get it. I know I missed a few episodes. Guys, this is um what quite a stretch. I have the three restaurants that I'm overseeing right now. I have a situation where we had some people that called out that have been out for a while covering those ships. Uh, ships. <laughs> <laughs> There's a pun. Here we go. We're back in action, baby. Uh, shifts. I should say shift. Shifts plural. Uh, so that's going on. And now I got this other beast that's about to open up the biggest location in our company. From a yearly standpoint, not so much, but from a seasonality standpoint, yes, it is as busy and as as revenue generating as any location we have, maybe more. And it does it all within a five-month span. And we're opening that up right now. We're nowhere near ready. We're in the process where we're doing our hiring. You know what I mean? You you do retain some staff from season to season, but you don't retain all the staff. So what I'm working on is kind of just trying to fill fill in the cracks, see who else we need. That's not your problem, though, is it? What is your problem is the fact that you're not joined up with our Facebook group, uh, Facebook Oh boy. Facebook group yet. That is the Always Be Booked Cruise and Travel Lounge. We are a group on Facebook. Uh, We had a little fun tonight. Shout out to Scott. Shout out to Kara. Shout out to Colin. You know who you are and you know why we're shouting you out. Scott is taking a break from cruising this spring and he's going to the Middle East uh, on a vacation. And that's okay. That's okay. Everybody can do what they want to do. I thought, I honestly thought, Scott was going to shock me and shock the world by taking a carnival cruise. No such luck, though. Scott, we got to do it. Now, I don't know how you're going to see. Scott, what would you do? So Scott is in in, in the northeast area, but in the kind of like Pennsylvania-ish, Maryland-ish area. And, you know, it's the easiest port for him to sail out of is probably Baltimore. And out of Baltimore, I think it's a a spirit-class ship. And if you're going to do carnival... Is that the way to go? Is that the way to go? Maybe it is. If you're Scott and Kara, they do like, you know, I can't figure them out as a, as a couple sometimes because, you know, Scott and Kara, they are younger. They play a little older. You know what I mean? Maybe that's because of the whole marriage thing and they're settled down a little bit more than most people might be at their age. They are wildly fun. You know what I mean? It's not that they're not fun. They're awesome. They're a great time. They're really, really, really cool. Uh, they were on the group cruise last time and, you know, the highlights from them were just out of control. 
But then at the same time, why I say maybe they kind of play a little older is because they do enjoy a celebrity cruise, a little bit of a, a, a stripped down calm vacation. And that's kind of the, what their profiles are. But then next thing you know, you're going to see Scott with pizza on his head dancing in St. Thomas right outside of Red Hook, uh, in Red Hook, I should say. And then you got Kara uh, running around, sprinting around the uh, Studio B ice skating rink floor, uh, basically the real MVP of the Quest game in 2020. 2020, you believe that group cruise was that long ago? Aside from joining the Facebook group, you should consider joining us on our group cruise. We're a wacky bunch, we have a good time, and uh, you never know what's going to happen. There's a surprise around every corner, and that is going to be October 15th, and it is going to be on Allure of the Seas. We're going to Bermuda. We're going to Curacao, and we're going to Labadee, Haiti. We're going to do the things. We're going to have boat drinks, and it's going to be memories that will last a lifetime, not unlike the Pirates and Pier Runners' first group cruise in 2020. One for the ages. I'm already looking forward to the montage. Again, highlights 11 hours in Aruba. I plan on circumnavigating that island. I'm definitely going to go going to go to Z Rovers finally. I'm definitely going to get on the ATV 4x4 in the sand, sand dunes. I'm just I'm pumped. I'm pumped in all aspects of that cruise and I hope you can join us Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com if you have any interest. Regarding this show, I saw uh I saw a few people uh, having nothing to do. No, they didn't steal it. They didn't steal it from me. But I saw some people saying, you know who it was? One of the reaction video people. They said, uh, hey, I heard I was an acquired taste. So come acquire the taste. Tune in. And I'm like, "Eh, familiar. Familiar here. But yes, you know, the email confirmations keep coming in. Uh, the new one. So we got some emails this week, by the way, guys. That's something I'm excited about. And uh, they do say you are absolutely right when you say, I know I repeat myself a lot when I say, this show is an acquired taste. Okay? The nuances of it, the uh, obnoxiousity of it, the made up words, the tangents, the drunkenness, whatever it else is. It's, a, by the way, for no reason whatsoever for no absolute reason i haven't drank in about five weeks this is not something i planned this is not something i said i'm doing a dry whatever dry uh uh, april uh may uh, march Uh, no i just haven't drank i see myself here's the thing guys i'm a party drinker I drink when it's party time. Yeehaw, woohoo. But the thing is, is as you get uh, advanced in the age, what you'll find is that there is just uh, less and less of a party in front of you. (laughs) Turns out the people who do like to drink three and four times a week don't necessarily always like to do so with a uh, 47-year-old. Can you believe I, I can't? I don't even know when I say that. It hurts because I don't feel it. Uh, People tell me I don't look it. uh, And in no way, shape or form do I know how this happened, how I became 47. My uh, level of maturity is nowhere near that. Uh, My 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 the, the way I feel inside is nowhere near that. But here we are. You know, I, I think this is I, I, this is it. This is the last year. I, I'm stretching it this year by saying I'm in my mid 40s. Right. I'm stretching it. 
saying in mid 40s. I don't think I sound 47 either, do I? Right? So if you're at home thinking, oh, I didn't know he was 47. Let me turn this shit off. I don't need to listen to some old guy. Think about it. I'm not in my mind 47. I'm with you, Mr. 32-year-old, Mrs. uh, 41-year-old. I'm there with you. But yeah, so it's just like, you know, it's the, the opportunities for drinking, excessive drinking, don't necessarily just throw themselves at you when you're in your let's say it, last couple of months, we could say it, my mid-40s. Now, yeah, you could say, Tommy, it's you're more like your late 40s. But I think I could still say mid-40s. Now, when I'm 48, which is next February, you can't. There's no dispute about it. I, can't, I have no leg to stand on to be able to say, I'm, uh, you know, I'm in my mid-40s. How old are you? 48. No, you're not. You, are, you have a... You have a you have a sledgehammer in your left hand and you're banging on 50, bro. Okay? Just cut the cut the cut the late for the mid 40s crap. Don't even say late. Just say 50. Just say I'm like I'm like around 50 years old. Just run with it. I've been saying that for the last 3 years. Anytime somebody says you want to do something that uh, you know, I don't want to do, I say, "Bro, I'm like 50, bro. I don't want to do that. No, I'm like 50." Even though, whatever. I use it to my advantage when I can. Big shout out to the lovely Miss K. Lovely Miss K, uh, known for my um, housing partner, my housing life partner, domestic, in uh, Boca Raton, Florida. uh, When I go back down there, uh, which will be in October. And, uh, you know, she was in town. She was in New York City. And we had a nice time. I took her over to L&B. So if you're talking about New York pizza, guys, if you're new to the show, if you're just hearing this for the first time, a lot of people came for the cruising. They stayed for the banter. They stayed for this obnoxious stuff that I'm telling you. And the lovely Miss Kay is just a part of she. You might consider her the first lady of ABB, the way she supported the show and the way she's kind of like just been along for the ride the whole time. But she came up to New York City on business. We were able to get together. Now, we had some pizza. In New York City, I would say uh, a common misconception is that the best pizza is in Manhattan. Now, a lot of people will say that the best pizza in all of New York City area is in Manhattan at John's of of Bleecker Street. It's a delicious, delicious pizza. But the reality is, if you want, like, uh, let's just say... Pizza, you want to be able to just go to any street corner and walk into a slice place, a slice joint, and get a couple of slices and a Coke. The place to do that is Brooklyn, Queens, Bronx, Staten Island, Long Island, or Jersey. That's going to beat out Manhattan. When you walk around Manhattan, you get a lot of tourist pizza, okay? Puffy crust, not fully well done, uh, uh, cheese that's, you know, that that's uh, it's not fresh, it sits around. Uh, they're all good Really, really, really good New York pizza places in Manhattan. But what I'm saying is there's a lot of fluff too. But pound for pound, pizzeria for pizzeria, when you walk around the outer boroughs, uh, you're likely to walk into any any place and get a better slice. Okay? That's all I have to say. The neighborhoods. The neighborhoods just won't stand for it. Manhattan has a lot of tourists. You know, so you're going to get a lot of Sobrero's level pizza, a lot of, dare I say, Papa John's level pizza, okay? Mixed in with the good stuff that is there, but, you know, you go to Brooklyn and you're walking around Brooklyn or Queens, 
the people in that neighborhood are not going to settle for it. If you're trying to put out crappy pizza, these are native New Yorkers. These are uh, not native, well, native, but also transplanted New Yorkers, people who reside in New York. And that's the situation, and that's the way it is. Uh, but I took K. So two of the two of the more well-known places for pizza in the outer boroughs are one, Howard Beach, New York. It's called New Park Pizza. And then there's one in Brooklyn in uh, Gravesend slash Bensonhurst area. It's called L&B Spumoni Gardens. And uh, uh, I took K to the L&B Spumoni Gardens Pizza in uh, Brooklyn, and uh, that was because we went to see a comedy show at the Brooklyn Kings Theater, and I'll tell you, New Park is better. Now, it's a little bit of a, I guess I would say, biased opinion because the L&B place is famous for the Sicilian style, and no, 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 no. I like, don't hold on, hold on, not no, I like it, it's good, but if I got a pick, it's not even close. It's a nice, thin crust margarita, fresh mozzarella, uh, nice little sweet-ish type of sauce with a couple of pieces of basil and a browned crust, crispy crust. You know what I'm saying? That's what I need. You bite into that. I could eat. Right now, I just ate. I just ate a little while ago. Put six of them in front of me. I'll still put them down. And that's not something to be proud of, but here we are still sitting here today. Okay? It is what it is. What are we going to do? Cruising, guys. Let's talk about some cruising. Uh, Man, I don't have anything booked right now uh, except the group cruise, which I am very excited about. I am still enjoying so much of the blogging and the vlogging. The FOMO is real when I see Tony uh, from Lolita Loca. He's out to sea by himself. I see Jay. Uh, He's on a cruise with his his girl. and when I say Tony out by himself, yeah, I'm jealous that Tony's out by himself. just got off a solo cruise. And uh, in retrospect, like I said, it got off to a little bit of a slightly weird start. And I was kind of like questioning, was this the right move on a 10-day solo run? By the end of it, I was absolutely loving it, meeting people. It was a great exercise. It was a great exercise for a person who's not necessarily, uh, I am very much an extrovert when you know me. When you get to know me, when I feel comfortable around you, I'm an extrovert. But I am not. The fella, by nature, that just rolls up to people. Hey, how about this weather we're having, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you know, I, I just don't do it. But, but the thing is, is that once I, once I, uh, once I'm forced to, I do. When I transplanted from New York to Florida, when I left New York. When I left East Rockaway, this little town, I'm sitting in an apartment right now that is. I would say borderline walkable. Yeah, it's walkable. It's walkable. Definitely walkable. It's less than less than two and a half miles from the home in which I grew up as a newborn. That's where I am right now. I have not. It's just I always talk about the full circleness of just being here. It's just out of control, and I gotta get the hell out. It's a nice little coming home story. It was. I, I never. I never wanted to. I came back here for a job, for an opportunity that has been very fulfilling. It still is very fulfilling, and I'm enjoying it. It's just given me uh, back a lot of what I had lost. And you guys will listen to some of those lean times, some of the end of uh, Florida experiences where I was hanging on by a thread, questioning everything. We don't have to go into all that again. But this has gotten the proverbial swagger back. Okay? It's back. And I got to say, 
I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. You know, that's not being cocky. It's just what it is. You know, they, they, you, you, you live, you achieve, you go into a market, you feel as though you're, you dominate, and then you start feeling like you read your own newspaper clippings, and then you fall from grace. And then when you fall from grace, you become humbled. And then when you become humbled, you uh, sometimes lose confidence. When you lose confidence, you wonder if you'll ever get that confidence or that sway. Wait, uh, stop. Stop. It's back. It's back. Okay? So we're good. And that's because of this opportunity that I have and this job that I had into. I'm say, I, I've gotten into. Like I said, I was literally... I would, I would go on my walks in Boca during the pandemic and say, this is must be what it is. You know, like when you when you end, what, what does a guy do when he's, you know, 30 and all he knows how to do is run nightclubs and get drunk and hang out and have fun and throw B Mr. Party. Where does that guy go in his mid mid 40s? <laughs> well, that guy's back. He's in his mid 40s and he and he found a good little niche. And we're doing fine. So we're very, very happy about that. But we're mainly thankful about that and very appreciative about that and still humble. Still humble, but ready to struggle and ready to rumble. Okay? As we just go into a little mini freestyle of poetry in the midst of a podcast that really I don't have a lot for. But it's just us, right? I don't have a lot. What am I going to do? I haven't been on a cruise in a while. What are we going to do? Talk about the Norwegian escape that's ran aground a couple of weeks ago? I had a show. I had a show ready two weeks ago. All the up-to-date current news. I didn't get a chance to record it. I got it right in front of me. I'm looking at it. Now all I could do is the main topic and the emails because the news is outdated and that's where we are. But I'm watching Tony. I'm watching uh, Doug. I'm watching um, 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 I'm watching uh, 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 Jay. And then I saw the interview with Alana and, uh, and, and, and Sherry from Cruise Tips TV. I think the cruise dudes might have made a come out of hiding. The cruise dudes may have even come out of hiding for a minute. Matt, you know, I've been away from Matt for a little while. Shout out to Matt from Royal Caribbean. I don't mean to be away from him, but you know, he is a bit of a loner anyway, isn't he? Right? Matt kind of is a little aloof to the whole game. Matt's the man, though. Matt, I mean, what, who, who, what, what? vlogger what blogger what creator whatever you want to call what any of us do who did more for any cruise line than matt did for royal caribbean i'm going to tell you something right now and he's going to get mad at me if i say it but i'm saying it because that's what i do it's you know i say what i gotta say royal caribbean if matt is paying for anything shame on you now i can hear matt now oh no no tommy no 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 that's not right pay no I'm going to step step aside, Royal Caribbean, and Matt did not ask me to say this. Matt would probably be mad at me if I hear or knew I say this. He probably doesn't agree with me. This is my opinion, and I'm allowed to say it. I'm saying it right now, Royal Caribbean. Shame on you if you're charging Matt Hodgeberg a dime on any of his sailings. Shame on you. Uh, I mean, Matt, I would argue that Matt, I will say confidently that Matt is more important than Super Mario for Royal Caribbean. I'll say that in a heartbeat. You know what I mean? Super Mario said it himself one day. He's thinking about swan diving. If there's a problem, if there's ever a problem, if there's ever an issue, I'm a single guy, whatever. I, I, I gave my life to cruising. He's been on 
thousands of cruises at this point. He said, if the shit hits the fan, I'm swan diving off the top of this thing. I don't know. Anyway, well, while we're in such a good mood, we're going to talk about regret. <laughs> we're going to talk about cruise regrets. You know what I mean? We always talk about the fun things about cruising and how much we love cruising. Listen, if you, there's, a, there's a yin and yang for a reason. Okay, Every time we're celebrating, we're having a blast, we're having a good time, we're enjoying ourselves. Those times and those moments wouldn't be as special if there weren't things that you regret. Just like the same thing with the weather. If you are on a, on a cruise, I think you always need that one rainy day. Give me a rainy day anytime I have a seven-day cruise. Just to kind of put me in check a little bit. Yeah, boom, day one, sun in the, fun in the sun. Day two, uh, beautiful blue skies. Day three, first hitting landfall, checking it out. It's gorgeous out. Day four, oh my gosh, it's so hot and beautiful out. We're at the beach. We're in the jet ski. I want to get that interruption. I want to get that reality check. I want you to punch me in. I want, I want, I want Mother Nature to tape up that wrist, do a little shadow boxing, stretch out, haul off, and crack me in the face with a dose of reality about six or seven days in, right? I want to put on some sad music. I want to put on some, uh, not sad music per se, some complementative, compl- contemplative, contemplative music. That's what I want. And I want to sit there and I want to basically, you know, draw the curtain open, look at the sea. I like it when we're in port. Like St. Martin, it was perfect. You know what I mean? I was on a drinking uh, bender, for lack of better terms. And you know what? You had that St. Martin slow rainy day. You put on some Van Morrison. And you know what? You just enjoy. You just, you just, the, the mood changes, the vibe changes. You, you you slow it down a little bit. And then, you know, I think it's fair that every, for every beautiful, great thing you experience on a cruise, take some time to acknowledge the regrets, the things you wish you did different, the things that you missed, the excursion that got away. You know what I'm saying. All right, let's start with the first one. A regret, a cruise regret, whether it's in the planning. And this one was in the planning. And I'm talking about the time that myself, Joe DeRosa, and um, Chris, a buddy from Florida, got on. And this was all my fault. Okay? I'm looking for cruise deals. These cruise deals are out of control. Sometimes when you're in Florida, you least expect it. Father Nature, cruise, cru, cru, uh, the cruise gods, I should say, come and just drop little sunshine discounts on top of your Florida home. And you're looking at it and you're saying, holy crap, look at this. If we just drive a simple two and a half hour drive up to Orlando, we can get on the Mariner of the Seas. For just like I don't know what what it was. It was like, it was like, it, it was like a hundred ninety ninety eight dollars a person for a four day cruise to Coco Cay, the gorgeous, lovely, beautiful Coco Cay, and then where else did we go? Nassau. Nassau was the other spot, right? And that was it. So we did it. We said, let's do it. They took my lead. Everybody gave me the 200. You know, I booked it. We were like, fun. Yeah, this is great. Now, Orlando was two and a half hours away. Okay. About three to four days before the cruise happened. I looked again. 
and I saw that the navigator of the seas was leaving out of Miami for about $140. Same exact itinerary. The two ships were mirroring each other the whole way. The same itinerary, the same class. Now, the navigator had a better upgrade. They both had the 2.0, I'm sorry, the uh, Amped 2.0, whatever it is, uh, the, the amplified upgrades for Royal Caribbean for the uh, mid, mid to large sized ships, older ships. They got upgraded. So you want to call the ship a wash? No, it's not a wash. Uh, the navigator had more upgrades. They were coming with little more, a, few, a few more swords, a little bit more weaponry, a little bit more artillery. Artillery, artillery, than the uh, than the than the than the Mariner. Mariner's a nice ship. Mariner was the first one to get the upgrade, right? But then they did more with the Navigator, as I call it, the Gator. But uh, okay, uh, for, for for the lime and coconut bar alone makes the Navigator worth it. So where are we at now? So I screwed up. So instead of being on the Navigator, better ship, Miami. An hour away versus the Mariner and two and a half hours away and a better ship. It would have been a better ship. So it would have been a closer drive, a better ship, a cheaper cruise. And the biggest thing, the kicker, the ultimate punch in the face was that we already know you cruise out of Orlando. You're rolling the dice, okay? You're gonna get a. You're gonna get some mouth breathers. You're gonna get some people who breathe out of their mouth out of Orlando, and that's not to say everybody. And that's no insult to the people of that area. Matt Hodgeberg, Colin, everybody. There's a. But I'm saying I'm talking about mostly not the people who are locals to the area, but the people who do come in from wherever they come from. You know what I mean? You know, four-day cruise, they're tying in a Disney thing. There's a lot of, you know, people who get excited about the T-shirts. Like I said, Orlando is the T-shirt capital, the pre-cruise T-shirt capital. And to me, yeah, you know, we're getting excited about the the, 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 the embarkation day T-shirts. So, yes, it's rough cruising out of Orlando compared to Miami for the crowd that you're going to get. But the ultimate Kick to the mouth, kick to the face, and you know we're four single guys. Yes, albeit you want to call it has-beens in in the social uh, dance floor scene. Maybe, yeah, I'll give you that. But hey, listen, I'm as good as a uh, I ain't as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was. Meaning, you can still have your moments here and there. It happens, you know. It does happen every once in a while. It's, it it does happen, but yeah, I know. You know, we're not we're not Mister. We're not going on with a bunch of spring break swingers. You know what I mean? We're 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 men of certain age, but you have a little good. You have a little bit of a good time. But all right. So the kicker, is, I'm, I'm 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 drawing this out a long time here. The kicker was the crowd being the Orlando crowd was what you would think it was. Not a sniff of a pocket anywhere. If you don't know what a pocket is, go check out the ABB handbook. Not a sniff of a pocket anywhere. And on that Miami cruise, there was a cruise within a cruise. It was a group cruise for, what's it called? Um, 
Marie, Marie, Mary Kay. Mary Kay makeup saleswomen. Holy crap. It was at least 400 Mary Kay makeup salespeople, women on that cruise. And when we went to Coco Cay, holy crap, they were, they, they were, they were adult spring breaking. They were late 20s there. They were mid 40s, all looking to have a blast. And there was a DJ at Coco Cay. The DJ had to continuously stop playing because women kept taking their shirts off. And this is the cruise ship we could have been on for a cheaper price on a better ship to a closer port. But no. I dragged us all the way up to Orlando to pay more money to go on a crappier ship and uh, we're with, you know, whoever sails out of Orlando, that crowd. <laughs> That's probably the regret of all regrets. That one. That was rough. But hey, listen, it was a cruise. There's no such thing as a bad cruise. All right, here's an oxymoron one. So I always tell you guys, this is the next one. We're moving on. I always tell you guys my favorite thing about, um, you know, going to St. Thomas or taking a cruise. And I think, you know what, I probably should graduate from this. Every time I've gone to St. Thomas, except the first time, which, you know, I didn't know, we've taken the uh, open air safari and we've done the mountaintop tour, the picturesque drunk fest, go from, uh, you know, observation point to observation point, daiquiri bar to daiquiri bar, gift shop to gift shop, and just get a bird's eye view of just something you just don't see. You're walking around Long Island, New York, your eyes, your mind, your senses are just not treated to the things that you see on that tour. So for that reason, I, I, I continuously do it. I do think it's probably high time I stop doing it, but let's get back to the regret. The first ever cruise I ever uh, went on on Norwegian was in the Norwegian Gem. It was a nine-day cruise out of New York with uh, the lovely Sony and my friends Joe Love and his wife. Yes, I do have a friend by the name of Joe Love. And uh, his name is Joe Love, and he's older than me. He's uh, 50, and we used to have a rap duo called Shake and Bake. Uh, I was a rapper. He was an R&B singer. And yes, there are recordings, and no. Well, yeah, you probably, if you're in the Patreon, you did hear it. But, um... You know, he's he's got an R&B song that, you know, knock your socks off. Anyway, we went. We had a blast. We missed our excursion. We paid for, again, second time to St. Thomas ever. First time on Norwegian. And we paid for the ferry to St. John. Okay? Now, San Juan... We got a free bottle of tequila given to us at Senior Frogs based on uh, connections that we have in the nightclub business. And because of that, for that reason, we didn't make it to the aforementioned uh, excursion that we talked about. We didn't get there. We didn't make it. We were late. We lost out. Okay. It happens, right? It happens. So we were walking around Haven site and a lovely woman picked us up in one of those open air safaris. There was nobody else in it. And she invited us. She goes, you give us, uh, you give me $40 each. I'll give you the world. That's it. You give me $40 and I'll give you the world. Now in our hungover, sweaty, moping around, uh, dragging our ass, uh, um, I guess, state of minds, we all had a little uh, collective conversation. We said, you know what? Let's give this woman a try. And we did, and then I did that same tour every single time I've went to St. Thomas for the last 10 years. And uh, I think it's time to stop. 
But I think I probably, the regret that I have is just missing that excursion because I don't think I would be as married to that tour as I am. And I think my uh, view of St. Thomas and St. John and just the USVI in general would be dramatically shifted if my eyes were able to be, uh, uh, were able to feast on Trunk Bay and some of those uh, gorgeous locations, the Beach Bar, the Windmill Bar, the the St. John Brewery, the National Park, and just so much of what St. John has to offer. I've still, to this day, never been to St. John, and my regret is that on that first ever cruise, I missed that excursion, and I've probably been missing out for 10 years uh, a St. John experience. People tell me all the time, that's one of the things that's probably number third or fourth. They tell me, you got to go to Alaska, Tommy. You got to get to Alaska. Tommy, you got to go on a Disney cruise. I get it. You're not a Disney fan, but the experience is over the top. It's a different thing, you know, and then it's, wow, you've never, you've been to St. Tommy. You've never done the St. John Ferry. You've never done Trunk Bay. You know, you've never done these things. I, and I hear that all the time and I, and I, I do have a little bit of regret for that here's another one ladies and gentlemen there was a time in cruising in years past uh it no longer exists it was a very short period period of time it was a window of yesteryear a time in cruising when we as cruisers as travelers as vacationers were allowed to go to cuba we are no longer allowed to go to Cuba, uh, for the time being at least. It was a historic sailing that I was on. We were in Cuba. We were getting a beautiful tour of this place that we've never seen before. Again, the theme in Cuba was beauty, contrasted with the backdrop of poverty around everything, in every single picture, around every corner, on every rooftop, through every street. You could see the epitome of beauty with a backdrop of poverty it was everywhere it was just palpable everywhere you looked and it was um again we talk a lot about the yin and the yang of things and this is what this is what that was embodied in in every sense of the word beauty with the backdrop of poverty and it was just a very unique experience the one thing i regret about cuba in the twice i did two cruises to cuba and uh both of them were overnight sailings my biggest regret is that i did not get to experience a real cuba night out even though it was fully within my grasp okay you know you wake up you get up you get up and you, and you get off the ship in Cuba, and you know you're, you're you're ready to go. You spend time like the the customs office, the customs uh, center does not have air conditioning, so it's a taxing thing. You're driving around on a whatever tour, whether it's a tour bus, whether it's a one of those classic car tours. It's taxing. It's a taxing long day. Then you're gonna eat. Then you're gonna have a couple of margaritas. Then you're gonna go back to the ship. You're gonna want to freshen up. And you know what? One time we never made it back out. And the other time, we just made it back out for a very brief, short amount of time. We should have done one of those excursions that take that takes you to the uh, legendary nightclubs. It's not coming to me exactly what the names of them are, but uh, you know, like Copacabana style nightclubs that still exist there with the unlimited rum and the show and this and that, and just get a real, real taste for what 
Cuba is like after dark. You know, when you, that's the one thing that you always should remember. You know, all of us, we should all remember when we go on these cruises and we go to these places. Now, let's be realistic. We can't do everything, right? We can't do it all. But just have this in your mind. You always plan to come back. But are you really sure you're ever going to go back? You know? And that's the mantra of what I say is do the things. Hey, do the things. Be able to get back on that ship and say, hey, we did the things. Because you don't know what's going to happen. When in doubt, yes or no, if you're too lazy or you know what, sometimes you're like, eh, I don't know. When did you ever do that? When did you ever, you know, debate on whether or not you're going to do something and then you do it? And you say, uh, yeah, we really regret that. You know, you very rarely, yeah, sometimes, you know what I mean? Get too close to that alligator, you know? Get on that zip line when the weight limit's 275, you sneak in at 281, the thing snaps, no good, not ideal. But barring those incidents, do the things. When in doubt, do the things. I made a reel, yes, I'm a 48 year, 47-year-old man, and I did a reel <laughs> on Instagram And I just kind of just put together the jet ski thing. You're riding the jet ski, riding the jet ski, directly chasing the sun, literally chasing that beam of light that hits the water from the sun. And I just kind of, I tried to go inspirational. I tried to go to all dramatic and cinematic, dare I say. And I was like, when you're on vacation, you have a decision to make. Either book the jet ski or don't book the jet ski. And then I gave a dramatic pause, right? A little dramatic pause. Always book the jet ski. So yeah, getting a little bit of a taste of the Cuba nightlife and all the revelry that comes with it and all the libations that come with it. uh, Not doing that deep into the night. There was no excuse, no excuse to get on that ship a minute before the sun came up. That's what should have happened. That didn't happen. And yes, in the back of my mind, I thought, yeah, you're a little tired. You'll be back. You'll be back. I don't know if I'll be back. Um, All right, here's one. I shouldn't even do this one, but I'm going to do it. It's an overshare. And some of you hate the overshares. Some of you like the overshares. And uh, here it is. So um, shout out to, uh, she ain't listening, Victoria. Through my life, I'm a single guy. It's probably going to stay that way. And, you know, knowing that is helpful. You know what I mean? Not, no, I, I, it's not, for some reason, I, I, you know, it's not because there's not options. You know what I mean? Maybe there's not as op- any options as I'd like, but uh, there always was options. There was, you know, whatever it is. I just, you know, uh, for whatever reason, I, I do well on my own. I kind of like that peaceful retreat back. To where, you know, anytime I've had an extended extended girlfriends or whatever, this and that, and it was always been like, you know, I I've, I, I, I shouldn't even say any of this, but I, I, I when they leave, I celebrate. You know, I like spending time, a, a, a time, like Jay-Z said it best, a time together is our time together. Our time apart is our time apart. So love Jay with your mind. And not so much with your heart. Isn't that sad? Listen, it's not. It's not that sad. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But I can tell you right now, 
uh, single. Single is probably the way for me. Anyway, uh, I did a very long time ago find one girl that I was really chasing for a long time. And I was really, really into her. It was probably about a year and a half of a courtship. And, you know, she would give me little signals that she was in, but then she'd duck out. And it was never really anything. Finally, after so long, we took a vacation together and she broke down. She said, yes, let's give this a run. I will be your girlfriend. Let's do this. Let's do that. And I happen. she happened to be a long distance thing. She, then she wanted to move back. And she's like, I'm going to move back. It's going to be great. I'm like, finally, yes, we'll have a relationship with somebody. We're in the same town. She's like, I'm so pumped. Let's do it. And then she said, okay, so where do you want to live? Uh, you know, I was thinking maybe your apartment's nice, but maybe we get something a little bit bigger. I'm like, the record scratched. I was like, whoa, hold on. Um, you're talking about living together, like right away? Like right as you get back, we're not going to do not pass go. We're doing a she paused, dramatic, cinematic, and said, oh, I just, I just scared the shit out of you, didn't I? And I said no, but that it never recovered after that. And I realized, yes, 100%, I did not want to move in with this person right then and there. Now, could it have happened if it was a little slower to develop? Possibly. But that was it. That's my first foyer into thinking that, okay, there's no long term anymore you're gonna have some friends you're gonna gonna meet they're gonna have family your relationships are gonna be short you know here for a long time not for a good time type of thing uh whatever it is i think i did that backwards but that's okay so um that was an awakening thing for me i was like all right so you're you're mr single guy you're gonna be a single guy you're gonna be the guy who you know is single because you had what you wanted for a year or two prior, you got it. It was given to you. And then you didn't want it. So if you didn't take that, what are you going to take? And then so, you know, working Johnny Utah is having the time of my life. We're enjoying ourselves, uh, doing well. The next year or two years after that or whatever it was, uh, someone else just came in. Someone else came in out of nowhere and, you know, we call it a shout out to Stu. We call it a draw up. You know, that's a draw up right there. And that just means that, like, if you could put together the perfect uh, scenario for a person who you'd like to be with or whatever, uh, that's the way you would exactly draw it up. That's what it would be. And you pointed out. So I, I had a draw up. She was the personal assistant to the cake boss. She uh, was literally with him all the time. She was like his, his, his right-hand girl. And I just remember I would talk to her on the phone and I'd hear him in the background. This Tommy, this Tommy guy. Who is this Tommy? When am I going to meet this Tommy guy? You should not shut up about this Tommy guy. And we had, a, we had a, a mini relationship. We had a relationship and it was very, very special. It was very deep. It was a lot. You know, we went to a Bon Jovi show and I was like, what I meant, this was like, I felt like this was, and she was, she's a New York Italian girl. I'm sure. I'm sorry. Jersey Italian girl, adorable, a draw up from the looks department. From my standpoint, we had some great times. And for some reason, she was obsessed with country music. Like that didn't happen. You didn't find that. You didn't find like, so it was like, she loved, she was, she was just, 
she was fast though she was moving fast she was like when am i meeting grandma when am i coming over i'm ringing the she would she would bring these fresh pastries over from the she would bring fresh pastries to johnny utah's from the uh whatever the whatever bakery it was where the cake boss was and this is for grandma this is for you give this to your dad it was a lot it was a lot to take on so i did notice myself distancing a little bit but i really knew there was a i i said there was something divine about this i i knew this was probably coming off that other one and then having that lull for a long time with nothing thinking i'm gonna be solo 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 this is what it's meant to be this is how it is I felt like this girl was sent from somewhere. I felt like she was sent and it was almost like divine intervention. And I'm not necessarily the biggest church guy. I'm not that type, but there was just something about her that was what it was. Now, again, like I said, she was the assistant to the personal assistant to the cake boss. And she knew I love cruising at the time. And she goes, oh, my God, I have great news. I'm like, wow, what's the great news? And she's like, I got us a free cruise. I'm like, you got us a free cruise on what? She's like, the Norwegian breakaway. What was his name? Uh, the cake boss. What's his name? Buddy. Buddy. She's like, Buddy's open up on a, opening up a location on the cruise ship. And we are going on. We have to go on the cruise. And I can bring you on the cruise. And I'm like, oh, boy. Now, yeah, guys, please don't judge me. And I know you're probably saying there's really something wrong with you with this. Like, you, you you met the girl of your dreams. She wants to take you on a high-profile free cruise with the cake boss. And, you know, I've, I, I've, I, um, I choked. I, I was like, this is, if we do this, if I go on this cruise... Now I'm going as her boyfriend. She's already there. I'm not quite there yet. I still have uh, blocks. I have reservations. I have hesitations. And uh, I said, I made up. I made something about work. You know what I mean? Could I have gone? I think so. I probably could have gotten off to go to be able to go on this thing. Right. But I just didn't. I was like, that's going to send a message to where this is going to be official. This is my girlfriend. And I had always said to myself, you're the single guy. You're the single guy. You're not the, you're not the girlfriend guy. But knowing the whole well, through the Bon Jovi concert, through the city cruises that we went on, through the couple of weddings that we went to together, through all that stuff, uh, through driving home and just listening to Eric Church and holding hands and, you know, they, all through all of that. She even, you know, she said to me one time, she's like, um, are you getting a Christmas tree? And then she answered her own question. She's like, yeah, you're going to get a Christmas tree. I'm going to make you a person. And there was so much weight in that because it sounds like such an insult insinuating that I'm not a person. But uh, I know exactly what she meant. She's like, this guy is so far removed from letting anybody in. This guy is so far removed from it. I'm going to make you a person. We're going to get a Christmas tree. We're going to decorate it together. We're going to... Guys, sad, call it what you want. I wasn't I wasn't on board for it. I literally on board. I wasn't on board for that. I turned down the cruise and while I can't sit here and tell you today that I would do it any different, I, I probably wouldn't. I probably would do it the same exact way, unfortunately, but I part of me does regret it. 
I do regret it. And that's that's Victoria. And Victoria is um, married with two kids now, <laughs> legitimately. And uh, every once in a while, we'll, you know, we'll say hi or whatever. But yeah, that's, uh, you know, we had a joke because Eric Church has a song. Like when I moved to Orlando, and I moved to Orlando after this was, uh, you know, finished or whatever but um eric church has a song it's called it's over when it's over and it's it goes it's over when it's over ain't it big? had it in the air you just couldn't land it and then i would say that to her i was like that's like us we had it in the air we just couldn't land it and she's like oh no 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 it landed it crash landed blew up into a thousand people and guess what you were the effing pilot <laughs> It's funny, man. You got to just listen. It's sad. It's funny. It's everything. It's emotions. Ride with me here, people. You know what I mean? Not everybody's cut out for um, normal normalcy. <laughs> what are you going to do? Um, no, it's hard to follow that up with this next, I mean, very, very frivolous one. But the next one, moving on to a little bit more lighthearted topic. I told you, you know, I went on that uh, uh, the theme cruise, the Florida Georgia Line. Uh, theme cruise and it wasn't just florida georgia line it was sam hunt it was dustin lynch a lot of if you're not into country music you don't know any of these names but it was um uh, a lot of a lot of people who were on the way up back then and are very well known now and uh you know there was some at least four or five moments on that cruise that was beyond pure cruise bliss i could say that that was probably one of the only times I didn't cry, like I didn't cry and tear up, uh, but I came close. That moment when we were sitting in the hot tubs and, you know, every night a different artist would be able to take the main stage, the main, the main, excuse me, I just burped into the microphone directly. I'm not going to edit it, guys. I'm just going to give you an apology for that. Okay. I do apologize. Please understand that it's sincere. Okay. Sorry about that. But the main stage, meaning that it was the Lido deck, the pool deck, uh, they put they, uh, the Norwegian gem class. Yeah, the, the Pearl has two pools and they put a cover on one of the pools that you could stand on. So that's just what we did. You stand on the pool deck and you know, you're basically just lining up and the whole entire pool deck, two levels of it becomes this basically an amphitheater. And uh, we managed, a couple of us managed to, I managed because I was with. Uh, three girls that I met at Johnny Utah's that I didn't know. So it was nothing for me to kind of go away from them. So I did that and I ended up in a hot tub and I made friends with like maybe six or seven other people that were in the hot tub, kind of jammed in a little bit. And Dustin Lynch was playing. And, you know, country music is, you know, it can be powerful. The words, the the, the melodies, the, the, the music and everything. And you're under the stars and you're on your way to Mexico and you're with like-minded people. And we were just in that hot tub and uh, there was a bottle of whiskey just going around. And Dustin Lynch told his band to take five. He grabbed the chair, pulled it to the front of the stage and did an acoustic version of Tim McGraw's Red Rag Top. And you probably don't know that song, but it's a very slow down, slowed down song in general, stripped down even more with just him and his guitar. And we all, in that moment, as we're passing the whiskey back and forth under those stars in that evening, it was just perfect. It was a beautiful night 
amongst strangers who become friends with the right. I said it all the time. When you want to get to that pure cruise bliss, it's the right sky with the right people, with the right song, with the right, just the right amount of whatever you got in your cup getting into your system. You know, if that's your thing, if it's not, it's okay too. Uh, That's the recipe for a little bit of that pure cruise bliss. And this was on 12 each of those, you know, just, I mean, treat to the senses was on 12. And it was a gorgeous, gorgeous moment. Very, very enjoyable moment. And my regret, through all these years, I just keep looking on sixthman.net, seeing when it when a good group cruise is. You know, there's no, I haven't seen any really good country ones. A lot of the ones that I would entertain or possibly would go on or, or go on or are sold out. I think the pandemic had a little bit of an effect as to how many people they're going to stuff onto a cruise ship at one time, as we know. So I never, since that day in November of 2015, I've been talking about wanting to, uh, planning, looking uh, to get on another theme cruise of like-minded people with some really, really good music, Uh, you know, a, a legit fun party type of a uh, theme cruise and I never made it back on one will I I don't know I look what's in what's on sixthman.net is the website for you know the biggest company that does these theme cruises there's others but they're not quite the same the way sixth man does it I tried to get them on I wanted to do an interview with them because of the the business model is flawless the way they the way they uh, produce those events it really, really is. There's other theme cruises. They're just not quite the same. They're not run the same. Uh, all bases are covered with the sixth sixth man events. And uh, but that's not to say there's not a good one out there. That's not to say, to say that I won't find one. But a big regret for me at this point is to not have experienced a theme cruise like that. Um. The last, I got a couple more. I got the moped incident is regret, definitely. Um, I got quick one moving to Miami, not moving to Miami. Part of me regrets that a little bit. You know what I mean? And moving to Miami, that only relates to cruising because of the fact that, uh, you know, and that whole girlfriend girlfriend thing with Victoria, that relates to cruising because if I would have went on that cruise, that could have changed the whole trajectory of the next, you know, from that. And that was like 2014 or whatever, 13, 14. It could have been a whole different story as of now. Like I said, she's married, two kids, uh, living the dream. Maybe I'll I'll post a picture somewhere of us in a simple, simpler times. So many concerts. Like I said, we had so many good times in such a short amount. It was a torrid little thing. But the how it relates to cruising is if I would have went on that Norwegian breakaway. And how this Miami thing, not moving to Miami, just a quick explanation. I had the offer to run and and operate Pitbull's project on South Beach. I was given the opportunity. I was given the offer to move to Miami and basically do the new store opening, oversee the whole thing of Pitbull partnered up with uh, our, our company basically, and was going to open up his I Love 305 nightclub on Ocean Drive. 
Now, in retrospect, that ended up being a disaster. So, yes, a little bit of a bullet dodge. But I did go down there, and I did negotiate, and we did arrive at an agreeable salary. And I did go and meet with a real estate agent, and I did see the apartment that I was literally about to sign a lease on, and it was on Ocean Drive. Now, it was a little bit more north. It wasn't on South Beach, but it was on the ocean. So... I was basically going to live in Miami with a window facing the ocean and just be a Miami resident. Now, would that have been a great move? I think in retrospect, if you add up everything, I don't think it would have worked out because that project ended up going belly up. They overspent on the build out. There was an identity crisis. They didn't know if they wanted to be a Cuban or Brazilian steakhouse or just sort of like a beach bar thing. So the thing was built out. They changed their minds midway and they went the steakhouse route, but it was not built for that. It was not. They just, you know, again, like I say, in any way, shape or form, the killer, the, the poison pill to any business is indecision and too many chefs. Okay, that's the end. And that's exactly what happened with that project. I didn't go there because when we reached our terms of what he was going to do, what he was going to pay me, no gap in salary, right? Because there was going to be a time when I was leaving New York City at the Irish exit and then going down there. And I told him I needed to be paid the whole way through. He originally said, okay. He also said that he would take care of any outstanding um, fees that I would have to pay by breaking my lease. And uh, that could mean up to five months of rent if they didn't if they didn't want to play ball. Uh, he reneged on that, and uh, there was a couple of other things where we just battled on that led to the beginning of the downfall. The downfall that probably lasted until I moved back to New York this time. So that was what could that have been? Two thousand seventeen, maybe was that two thousand seventeen? So that resulted in a separation and i'm living in new york city separated now i got no job the podcast was going on if you want to go back you could listen to the whole thing i was pretty transparent the bo- the boss actually at that time kind of crushed me he 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 um there was a lot and it's all on this podcast if you ever wanted to if you really got a long ride or something <laughs> you want to go back and listen but Part of me has a little bit of regret because I would have gotten a chance to live that Miami life, but I did not by my own choice, and we never, we will never know what would have happened had I. So um, that's that. That's the regrets, guys. Uh, did I put anything else down? Um, oh, yeah, I did have at one point. I had a Panama Canal cruise booked. Now, this isn't that bad of a regret because the Panama Canal ain't going nowhere. And, you know, it's not like Cuba. You could still do a Panama Canal transit. But I was very, very excited. I was on a big Panama Canal kick. I was looking over information. I was getting educated. I was talking back and forth between other people who had done it. I was kind of pumped about this Panama Canal thing. And I canceled that cruise to go on what was, and again, I've never been on a bad cruise in my life. But the closest I came was on the Carnival Sunshine in 2016. <laughs> it was a rough one. I had a lot of high expectations. Again, I don't know what it is, man. Something out of something about cruising out of Orlando, uh, Port Canaveral. Uh, I can't say that we've ever had a good run doing that. 
I don't think I've ever had a good cruise out of there. How many times have I cruised out of there? Just twice though, right? Did I cruise out? No, just twice. And yeah, they, they both they both were um, on the lower end of the cruising spectrum. Never a bad cruise, just on the lower end. Um, let's, uh, I guess that's about it. I guess what we'll do, do now is take it over to the emails. Ladies and gentlemen, your emails have become a lifeblood of the show. If you want to be a part of the show, I will read your email on the air. It's Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. Just drop me a line, whether it's a question, it's a comment, whether it's a concern, whether it's a correction, just a story, uh, and just want to just kind of chime in on something that you heard on the show. I not only uh, encourage you, I uh, humbly ask you. Please send me emails, Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. While we're on it, I do have an Instagram. If you want to check out the Instagram, it's under alwaysbebooked on Instagram. Definitely could use some love there. As always, uh, the YouTube channel is still there too. Always be booked on YouTube as well. And, you know, we got the website, the travel agency. If you guys want to book a cruise, you know, I want you to go on this group cruise, okay? October 15th, 2022. I would love if you booked through me but if you just come on this cruise and you have a favorite travel agent that you'd want to use or if you prefer to book all your cruises yourself that's fine not mad at it it helps me out if you book through me but if not the main thing is that you're on the ship on the ship if you're on the actual vacation we got paul and his fiance coming on the ship and congratulations paul um they, they didn't book through me a couple of people didn't book through me and they're coming on the group cruise. It's going to be a great time. I'm hoping there's upwards of 20-something of us. And I think we're going to have a blast. But that is the group cruise. You got told you about the Facebook group. Whatever else. What, what do you want to do? You know, it is what it is. Hi, Tommy. New listener here. I'm not much for emailing out of the blue. But my recent stumbling on your podcast has compelled me to jump into the World Wide Web. And firstly, thank you for putting out an entertaining yet informative show. And secondly, maybe bending your ear about a future cruise conundrum we are having. Hold on. Let me turn this phone here. This is going to get good, maybe. Uh, I found your show while looking for something other than English Premier League soccer. It's actually called football, by the way. Oh, boy. Uh, soccer. I can't do it with the stretchers, man. You know, the, the every every two seconds, there's a stretcher there. Pulling out a stretcher. Somebody's a, ever watch it. Go to YouTube and watch a soccer stretcher compilation. And it, it's going to be quite amusing, especially when they put the 20s uh, rag doll, rag, rag, uh, ragtime music behind it. It's pretty funny. Um, I've gone back as far as Stitcher will let me, and I'm finally starting to catch up. Although I do cheat when a new show comes out. My wife and I are both from, uh, from and live in London. Wow, we got some London people. Take that, Emma Cruises. Yeah, you want to corner the American market, being all from uh, London and everything? I'm coming for the London people from the States. I'm just kidding. Shout out to Emma. She's the best. Uh, we are mid to late 30s. I'm hitting the big 4-0 this year. Uh, see, we're just a, a very topical thing. Mid to late 40s. I guess, yeah, you got to go late 40s if you're 39. Uh, late 30s if you're, if you're 39. And we are pretty new to the cruise game. In the last few years, we've done a seven-night Italy cruise on the Norwegian Epic. Oh, wow. Epic one of one. A very unique ship. 
and a 15-night Hawaii cruise from L.A. on the Star Princess at Christmas in 2019 before the world went bent. Anyway, I enjoyed both lines, and they offer something completely different. I'd say we are a drink. Pa- I'd say we are drink package people, but with a quiet edge, if that makes sense. It does. Uh, I mean, we get liquored up with the best of them, but I don't expect us to then jump on the karaoke machine or do backflips in the club. Sorry, uh, that's a sh- is that a dig at uh, John Klaykowski or uh, Jay from The Ship Life? I don't know, but they both do those things. I don't think they're drink package people, though. Well, no, John probably is. This year, thanks to Australia opening back up, uh, we are going on a 14-day Fiji cruise on the Majestic Princess to celebrate my aforementioned 40th. I cannot wait for this, but I know I'll be hankering for another one when we get back. So my question is this. We are looking to cruise the Caribbean in early, in May 2023. Obviously, because of the distance, we have to travel to get to your fair land. A five-nighter isn't going to cut it. I've booked a f- I've looked at a 14-day cruise, but there really isn't a lot to choose from. So I was thinking of doing a two or three-day back-to-back cruise, two or three even three back-to-back cruises, and even jump between lines to mix things up. Do you think an idea uh, like that could work? Are the Florida terminals near enough to to, the, to one another so that we can change in a day? I'm aware that not all lines from the same uh, go from the same port in Florida. Also, help me out if you had to list three not to miss islands in a 14 day vacation. We call we call it holiday. Sorry, uh, what would they be? Keep doing the things, Tim. Tim, I love it. You picked up on some nuances of the show. Your style and wit is very, very compatible with what we do here. And it is so appreciated. And let's give a big always be booked welcome to New Cone, Tim. Tim, thank you. So you're coming over here. You're coming to the States, right? You want to go on a cruise. Uh, problem is you don't want to do a five-day cruise. Sounds like, even though you didn't say it, you don't even want to do a seven- or eight-day cruise. You want to do a big, fat, long cruise or a series of cruises that equal one big, long cruise. Now, what would you say about this? Now, I would have no problem doing a back-to-back, even if it's um, on a different line. I'll say a few things. I'm obsessed with cruising, and I'm also in the business. I could tell you that uh, I could see a scenario where you might get a little bit tired of it, all the travel, especially if you're in a situation where you're going to have to pack up, leave the room, get a cab, go. Yes, the answer is yes. You can go from Miami to Fort Lauderdale. If you wanted to make Orlando to Miami or Fort Lauderdale, you probably could. I had a scenario where I was thinking of doing just that. But I think part of you might end up on the show that I just did and having it become possibly, dare I say, a cruise regret. So if you're going to do a back-to-back, I would say a couple of things. Do one. I would try to find one that was at the same port just to keep it simple. You know what I'm saying? From the comfort of your own desk at your computer, it doesn't sound like much when you're just saying, all right, you know what? No big deal. Fort Lauderdale, Miami, they're 
30 minutes away. We'll just we'll just take a cab. We'll do it. But there's a lot that goes into that. There's ordering that cab. There's packing up. There's not forgetting things. There's grabbing everybody. There's making sure that you get there early on time. There's the stress that comes with it. What if we're not on time? What if we do hit traffic? Um, all of it is doable. You'll make it. You'll make the ship from Miami to Fort Lauderdale. But there's just a lot that comes with it. It's another... It could be a stressful travel day. So my answer is, if you find two sailings that are dream sailings between two uh, different cruise lines that put you in a position where you do have to transfer between cruise ports, do it. If everything else is lining up, do it. But if, if it doesn't, and if all things are equal, you could find like, you know what, I could find a uh, I could find a Miami cruise on Carnival, do that for seven days, but then I could sail out of uh, of Fort Lauderdale on a similar itinerary, on a ship that's kind of similar. I would just do it out of Miami. I would I would err on the side. So like if it, like I guess basically what I'm saying is anything resembling a tiebreaker in the two sailings that you're looking at err on the side of the one that's leaving from the port that you're leaving. Uh, you know, you can also stay on the same ship. Now, I understand I wouldn't want to go on the same cruise. A lot of this, the, the seven-day ones, the ones that are seven days, a lot of times they're going to go on the same exact cruise, right? To the same exact ports. Even the three- and four-day ones. Sometimes they're doing a three-day, and then they're doing a four-day. Then they're doing a three-day, and, and it's always the same. The three- and the four-day are different. They're going to the same ports, but maybe one has an extra port, and then the other one only has, you know, one has three ports, and the other has two ports, but other than that, they're doing the same thing. If you find an eight-day, a lot of times they're alternating. They're going east, then they're going west. That's what I would do, Tim. I would find a cruise ship. I would stay on the same ship, set it up so that you don't have to leave. No stress, no stress, no stress. And you find a cruise that is leaving from the same port on the same ship, dare I say, and doing one as an east and one as a west. If you give me dates, I'll help you find something like that. Again, I am a travel agent. You could book through me or you cannot. Either way, I'd be glad to help you hunt one of those down because uh, hunting down cruises is one of my passions. Hey, Tommy. Uh, by the way, Tim, welcome aboard again. And thank you so much for the email and for your listenership. Hey, Tommy, short words only needed for this one. I just want to say on Australia, on a, as an Australian cruising, I'm sorry, I'm screwing this up. I just want to say as an Australian, cruising is back. F yeah. Um, now that I have that gotten that out of the way, I've always wanted to say about the acquired taste thing. It's definitely true. You know how in some countries, especially among English-speaking countries, words have different meanings. Well, the first time I heard your intro song, "Grab a couple of cones and we're about to be gone," I was growing. I, I, when I was growing up, the term the term "grab a cone" could refer to smoking pot or marijuana, um, and it's what I immediately thought. And I thought, and I thought, okay, you have my attention. It wasn't until a few episodes in that I understood what you meant. Right. So cone. Yes, I'm not really a marijuana. I'm not a marijuana user at all. Um, and so that cones do not mean uh, 
grabbing cones, nothing marijuana related. Uh, I have always been hesitant to mention this because I don't condone drugs and I am definitely not suggesting in any way that you do. It's just uh, my story of what came to mind at the time. You're a legend, Tommy. Keep up the good work. Brad, Brad, thank you so much for the kind words. Uh, a legend. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm definitely not at this point, but you never know. Maybe one day, one day, I will be a legend. Um, you know, at least hopefully not a myth. That's 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 what we don't want to be. But Brad, yes, I, I know how that works too, because it's like how many songs do you hear, right? And you mishear the the lyrics. You know what I mean? Like you. you there's a bathroom on the right do you guys know that one there's a lot of uh commonly misheard lyrics and you go so long thinking they mean one thing and the song is saying one thing and then 20 years later you find out that it's uh actually saying something completely different i've definitely uh been through that but brad thank you so much for the email Moving on. Hi, Cones. So my next cruise has to be on a new age ship. I won't stand for less. We have done the classic and the standard, but never a new age. Oh, oh, I know who this is. This is uh, referring to my last categorization of different types of cruise ships within each um, with each with each class of ships within each cruise line. And this has to be one. Uh my next cruise has to be on a new age ship. I won't stand for less. We have done the classic and we've done the standard, but never new age. So what to do? Here's my dilemma. We have to cruise in the summer. I was looking at the home ports for summer 2021, and I found that when narrowed down to exclusively new age ships, there are extremely limited options. The reasons for this are varied. As an example, I noticed that NCL doesn't really practice home port monogamy. <laughs> They, they bounce their ships around like pinballs. So here are the new age ships with steady home ports in the summer of 2021. Not counting. Uh, I think we're talking 2022, right? One, if this is you want. I didn't get to the bottom yet. Not counting North Atlantic. And I know this is one just by the wit. There's just too much wit for it not to be one. Uh, for the summer of 2022, not counting North Atlantic and Alaska based ships. Miami. Carnival, uh, Miami, Horizon, Breakaway, Symphony, Canaveral, Mardi Gras, Allure, Fort Lauderdale, Ovation, Galveston, Vista, um, Vista is, yeah, they're new age ships, they're freaking barely new age ships, the Vista, Long Beach Panorama, New York, New Jersey, Joy, and Oasis, that's it folks, so which to choose, we are from California, yep, well, it's got to be one. I see at the bottom now, one in Sacramento. I save on flights with Panorama, but I might want to leave Carnival for a minute. My choice is the Allure out of Carnival. What? My choice? Oh, Canaveral. Sorry. Oh, my goodness. But Tommy warns us about the groups within <laughs> with the matching T-shirts. Fort Lauderdale and Miami require a visit with the family. Gulp. A cruise out of NYC requires a lot of time spent with Gorilla Heads. Wait a minute. What the hell is a gorilla head? Dilemmas, dilemmas. Give us your thoughts. Oh, Captain, our Captain Juan in Sacramento. Okay, out of what you mentioned, I hear what you're saying. Let's leave Long Beach alone because, yes, uh, it's 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 where you're from, and it's uh, it, it's it's the panor the panorama. It's it's not gonna blow you away. I don't know what the gorilla heads are. I mean, the, the meatheads maybe? I don't know what you mean. Fort Lauderdale Ovation. 
I like that one because, I mean, get, going out of Fort Lauderdale is always nice. Now, Carnival. Uh, I'm sorry, Canaveral. I'm so sorry, guys. Canaveral. I am hesitant to go out of Canaveral, but I might break that hesitancy for the chance to get on Mardi Gras. Not Allure, but Mardi Gras. Uh, but you said that's your choice. What else we got here? Miami Horizon, Breakaway, and Symphony. What? Uh, what's the issue with Miami and Symphony? That's my answer. Miami, if you're if you're hell bent, see my fix right now is to get on an old old world carnival ship, just a regular what Cohen Carnival was Carnival, anywhere between the um, you know the the Sunshine class or whatever it is, the Conquest class through the uh, the Dream class. I want to get on one of those ships to where Carnival reached and, and created its niche in the industry and made its heyday with the fun ship and, you know, not overwhelming you with bells and whistles, but still enough to get you by. Uh, enthusiastic cruise directors, not overpowering shifts, great piano bars, great steak, great comedy, great F pools, great serenity deck parties, all that stuff. That's what I want to get back to. You got to hanker in right now for a new age ship. And if that's the question... If that's if that's the concern, for me, out of what you've listed here, it's Symphony of the Seas out of Miami. Final answer, no question. You want a second choice? Second choice would be uh, go find the Gorilla Heads over in New York and New Jersey and do either the Joy or Oasis. I would say maybe do the Joy only because Oasis is a gorgeous ship. Oh my gosh, I really enjoyed that Oasis ship. Um, but it's just that the, the the joy is just new. You know what I mean? The entertainment, if you're into entertainment, I'm not talking about, you know, watching hair or cats. I'm talking about roving ship entertainment throughout the ship. Just musicians, actors and actresses and comedians, like whatever, you know, singers, solo artists. The Oasis is a... I mean, they had the, the Beatles cover band. They had an 80s. I just couldn't believe the entertainment budget that is spent on the Oasis of the Seas and probably any Oasis class of ships because you just have to fill those rooms. And if you're going to fill those rooms, you have to pay these entertainers. And there's so many of them, and they're all so good. And that's the Oasis. Aside from it being the structural wonder, uh, that's that's the Oasis. Um. But the other side of it is the Norwegian Joy. It's a it's a it's a new age. That's a new age ship. That's a real new age ship. The Oasis is new age because of it's an Oasis class ship. But remember, it is at this point coming up on thirteen years old. Even though it was refurbished a couple of years ago, it's still coming up on thirteen years old. Still, you're not going to go wrong on the Oasis. But uh, yeah, the Joy. That's a, that's a pretty that's pretty top of the line and pretty legit new age for what uh, for for what for what they're gonna offer. So don't go to Texas to to ride the Vista, Fort Lauderdale. So my answer is here's the order. I'll give you. I won't even just give you my pick. My number one pick is the Symphony out of Miami. My number two pick is the Ovation out of Fort Lauderdale. My number three pick is the Joy out of New York. My number four pick is the Mardi Gras out of Port Canaveral. 
uh, despite the t-shirts. My number six pick is the Oasis. And then we uh, fill in the rest there. Uh, Allure out of Canaveral. Don't do Allure out of Canaveral. Uh, Breakaway and Horizon. They're okay. Uh, don't do. Don't go to Texas to ride the Vista. Okay, that's the takeaway. Uh, when you get on the ship, put the suitcase under the bed, and don't. This might be. This might be the next T-shirt. Don't go to. Don't go to Orlando to ride the. No, <laughs> screw it up. My own T-shirt. Don't go to Texas to ride the Vista. Put that up right with. There's no basement in the Alamo. Don't go to Texas to ride the Vista. Um. That's it. That's one in Sacramento. What a great way to end the show. I want to thank you guys for listening. You're the absolute best. Don't forget the Facebook group, Always Be Booked, Cruise and Travel Lounge. Instagram, Always Be Booked. Uh, Don't forget to hit me up. Ask me any question you want about the group cruise. I'll give you whatever information you want. You want to book on your own, book on your own. I just want you on the cruise. October 15th, 2022. We're going to have a blast. Uh, well, YouTube, always be booked. Emails, be a part of the show next time, all right? Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. I am sorry for the overshare. Uh, please don't think, well, you could think I'm a weirdo, but think of me as a lovable weirdo. That's all, that's all you can do, right? What are we going to do out here? It's 2022 already. We're all just trying to have a, we're just trying to enjoy our life between sandwiches, right? Boat drinks, cones. There's a place where the boat leaves from it takes away. I love your big problems You got worries, you could drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from Take one part sand, one part sea And one part shade of a nine-nine tree And the drinks are cold and the reggae is hot And I know this is the place for me Get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away I love your big problems You got worries, you could drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from Jimmy Perfectly good island somewhere Well, I'll ride the boats and don't grab your coat You won't need it where we are going Get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You could worry, you could drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from Pick me up Pick me up Pick me up Put me down down in the sand where it's cool Put me down And when I fall on my stool Put me down I'll just leave there till morning comes round With sunshine ten ladies And pina coladas And Bob Marley songs that I'm playing There's a song in my ear That I want you to hear Soft tropical lips that are singing Get away where the boat leaves from It takes away All of your big problems You got worries You could drop them In the blue ocean But you gotta get away To where the boat leaves from So get away To where the boat leaves from It takes away All of your big problems You got worries You could drop them In the blue ocean But you gotta get away To where the So get away To where the boat leaves from It takes away 
I look at big problems You got worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from